Hashtag SFM Sport Tracks. Emma Manners Wood, South African synchronized swimmer, joins us now. Emma, good turning to you. Thanks for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, all right, let's try and understand synchronized swimming. I watch it on TV, but the only time we ever see it is in the Commonwealth Games or the Olympic Games. So, in Twitter speak, what is synchronized swimming? Well, actually, it's called artistic swimming now. The name changed after the World Championships in 2017, okay. um, after, after a vote. Um, if you combine swimming, gymnastics, dance, and music appreciation, you'd get artistic swimming. It is just the most fabulous sport. It requires insane fitness, flexibility, artistry, um, understanding of music, and uh, body awareness as well. The one thing you didn't mention is being able to hold your breath forever. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, although, actually, we're not allowed to do hybrids longer than 45 seconds at a time, um, it is likened to sprinting a, a 400-meter run wow. while holding your breath. <laughs> okay. I've run 400 once, and I nearly died. <laughs> so, well done to you. Okay. Uh, how did you get into the sport? Um, I started when I was five years old. My mom was actually it from when she was young as well. And so I guess I just followed in her footsteps. She loved it. I, I loved swimming. Both my parents were in swimming on the national level. And it just followed a natural from dance and swimming into that combination. Okay. So, uh, all right. So explain it to us nice and slowly now. So you say it's a mixture of all these things, endurance, flexibility, grace, artistry. Uh, obviously, it's, it's got to do with timing as well. That's, that's part of the thing is that you all do the legs and arms at the same time. So what event do you take part in? Um, so locally, I participate in all of the events. Mm -hmm. I participate in individual events called solo um, my specialty is the duet event, which is myself and my partner. But I also compete on a national level and a provincial level for um, teams and three routine combinations, which is eight and ten people each. Sure. But as I said, my specialty is, is two people, and they're two different events, actually. Mm -hmm. A technical event, which is a shorter program, and a free duet, which is longer, and you can literally do anything you like, which is quite fabulous. What's your partner's name? Uh, my partner's name is Taylor Jade. She um, actually recently joined me. She's from the Eastern Cape, mm -hmm. and we only started swimming together about 18 months ago. What's it like getting a new partner? Um, well, luckily, I actually knew her from a national team level before, right. but she's quite a bit younger than me. I think it was a natural, we naturally fell into a partnership because she was the junior national champion, and I was the senior national champion, mm. and my um, previous partner stopped competing, so she was kind of really edging to be with me, and she asked me to continue to compete with her. Okay, and th that communication you were talking about, that, that must be extremely important. How is that how is that built? Is that the coach that drills it into you? Do you work together? Do you practice it off, uh, out of the water first? Yes, it's a combination of all of those things. Um, chemistry is incredibly important. Yeah. Obviously, some partnerships just don't work. Um, so I think you do need to be friends first and foremost and kind of have an understanding on the same level of competition, want to compete, yeah. want to do well, and have a similar kind of drive. We are lucky in that um, because Taylor moved down here from the Eastern Cape, we actually live together. So that makes okay. a big difference. All right. Well, so you don't hate each other yet? No, we don't. Because there's always that <laughs> chance that you get on each other's nerves a little bit. And, you know, I don't want to do that anymore. 
as I say, that initial chemistry is the most important thing. <laughs> uh, the one thing I didn't know is that do men do the sport? Yes, they do. Not yet on an Olympic level, mm-hmm. but since um, 2015, they've been at World Championships. They don't compete individually or in teams just yet, but they compete in an event called Mixed Duets, which is a man and a woman, and it's likened to a pas de deux in ballet. I kind of like the fact that there was a women's only event in the Olympic Games. Very few of those. Yeah, well, it still is currently, although the men yeah. are obviously rallying. Yeah, so men. To be involved men, <laughs> men just want to run everything now, you know? <laughs> uh, Okay, let, let's talk about the actual competition that you do, and and you've done you've done uh, Africa, it's world world aquatic champion so many times. So you 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 get dressed up. Let's talk about the costume first, right? It's the hair, right. the makeup, uh, the cost, the swimming costume. That's all part of the package. Talk about that. Yes. So while it's not judged, it obviously does make an impression on judges who are judging the overall or the artistic impression. Um, it also really helps competitors to get into the the competition spirit. It because it is a performance. It's a, it's an art form, really. Um, aside from the athleticism and the holding of breath and the great la la la, the um, performance aspect of it is huge. It's mm. it's quite a large portion of the the judging. A lot of people, unfortunately, think that it makes it a bit more of a Cinderella sport or more of an art than a than a sport or an athletic thing because of it. But if they actually came and did the training or they see what goes in besides the costumes and the makeup and the hair, mm. then they realize that it's actually very much athletic. It is. And you know, if, if anybody's ever tried to tread water, just to just hold yourself up in water, you know, I get exhausted after a minute or so. You guys are doing that up to the hips. You know, you, yeah, you're throwing absolutely. yourself out of the water without touching the bottom. And throwing each other out the water too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, all right. So you, you now, you, you dressed up, you do that funny little walk to go on the stage, you say hello to the judges, you start your performance. Can you hear the music under the water? 100%. Um, at an international level of that caliber, obviously World Championships or Olympics, there are three or four underwater speakers. Obviously, when we train, we only have one. Mm-hmm. But actually, water travels incredibly, I mean, sound travels incredibly well underwater. And there's no interference. There's not bad acoustics or other sounds around you when you're under there. So it's, it sounds fantastic. <laughs> it, so it's actually nicer when you're upside down for a minute or so. Well, I mean, I love being upside down. I'd rather be in the water than on land. <laughs> okay, so how, what sort of training do you do to be able to be an artistic swimmer? Um, well, we train around five to six hours a day. Um, so we're doing ballet classes, we're doing um, flexibility classes, as well as just speed swimming with an elite coach who coaches um, some elite swimmers who also are in the qualification process for Olympics. And then we do synchro for three to four hours a day as well on top of that. If you were to do a swimming race with, with an Olympic swimmer, how close would you get? <laughs> um uh, an Olympic swimmer, not so close, but put me against a national swimmer who's not quite an Olympic level or a master swimmer, and oh. I might beat them. Okay, so swimming, uh, I know it sounds ridiculous because it doesn't look like you're swimming, but I guess you, you, need, you still need those swimming muscles, the arms and the legs, to be able to control what you're doing in the water. Uh, totally, but also the um, aerobic fitness mm. is so incredibly important because obviously we do a lot of anaerobic stuff, but you need that aerobic fitness in order to be able to get through a routine of three minutes 
it's, it's very taxing on the body and you have to travel at least 90 meters in 30 seconds sure. at a time. So okay. like you are really trying to get through a lot of area. Okay, so you have to move around the pool. You can't just do it in one spot. No, that's also part of the score. Um, you, you wear the little um, you wear the little nose plugs, so that helps a little bit, I guess. Do you put things in your ears? No, we wouldn't be able to hear the music. Oh, okay, that makes a good point. <laughs> okay, sorry, silly question. Okay, uh, swimming caps. Do you wear swimming caps? No, you got the hair, but you gel it back with that stuff. Um, some some uh, international competitors do wear caps, but then they make them to work with the theme of their routine. Okay. We have not done that. We we tend to wear gelatine, like as an edible gelatine. It's it's the best thing to use in your hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and then head headgear or headpiece, which matches the theme and the costume of the routine. Now let, let's talk about the choreography. Do, does it? What makes a winning? What makes a winning event? <laughs> um, I mean, I think you'd have to ask the Russians. No, <laughs> um, a lot. The answer is a lot. It's not just one thing. Um, definitely something that's exciting, something that's captivating, but also something that shows your strengths as well as your differences. So if you if you stay with just one kind of slow every single time you do it, yeah. or if you show them, look, we can do fast, we can do slow, we can do flexibility, we can do height, we can do everything, that's what the judges are looking for. And speed seems very important. Now, yes. Um, interestingly, about 10, 15 years ago, routines were a whole lot slower. Mm. So it, it's almost as though with every single year, we're trying to use more of the music and the undertones and just do as much as you possibly can because it obviously shows difficulty, it shows what you're capable of, and it's exciting. So there is a choreograph to the tune that you are uh, competing with. It's not just that's a piece of music and you happen to be doing something that's closely related. No. um, Actually, there's like renowned choreographers all over the world that Mm. get paid loads of money to make routines that are on that level sure. um we obviously earning rands and with the exchange rate <laughs> mostly choreograph our own routines but we are lucky enough to have or to be friends with a lot of international coaches and judges and they are very generous and they do want to help us and develop the mm. sport more within south africa and africa okay now you qualified for the olympics last that was supposed to happen in 2020 what's happening in 2021 um, well, we've been told that Olympics are still happening. We we qualified as a country. We haven't yet qualified as a duet. Our okay. final qualification is in April at national championships. So we, while we are currently placed number one in the country or ranked number one in the country, we have to maintain that ranking in April at national championships in order to go. So obviously, that's our end goal. Okay, so South Africa has one entry in the duet. Is that correct? That is correct. And whoever is top of the country at the time in April, as you said, they're going to Japan. Yes. Okay. And hopefully that's you and Taylor. Yes, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) How has lockdown affected you? Have you been able to get into the pools? Um, So we are very lucky in that there is a high performance center very close to where where we live. It has been taxing. The pool's not big enough or deep enough because obviously specific requirements for autistic swimming are by 25 meters and three meters deep <laughs> so but we are obviously in a much better position than a lot of people who haven't been able to get into a pool at all mm. uh, we, we need to wrap it up uh, Emma Manners would how long can you hold your breath underwater 
as long as my coach tells me to. Okay, what's the longest? Come on, you've you've timed it. I mean, stationary probably like two and a half minutes, but <laughs> moving is different, right? Yeah, at, towards the towards the end of the of the event, you just can't. You just want to be able to breathe at some point. Oh, 100 percent. It's it's totally willpower towards sure. the end there, particularly um, when you're competing. Mm. Um, but that's also part of our training. We have to go to to psychologists and physios and stuff to help us get through that oh. side of it as well. It's fascinating talking to you, Emma. Thanks very much for highlighting the sport of autistic swimming. Thank you so much for having me. Emma Manners-Wood, South Africa's synchronized swimmer, as you heard, qualified for the Olympic Games. Good luck to her and her partner, Taylor Jade, who will be competing in the national champs in April, she said. You with SAFM, what have we got? Some bright blue to get us to the news at 8 o'clock.